Sportsbook Sportsbook is back, and game day just got a major upgrade. We're talking live in-game betting on more than 20 sports, wagers right up to the end of your favorite game, and thousands of ways to bet. How can you lose? All you've got to do is log on to your Island Luck account, select the Sportsbook tab, and start wagering today. Enjoy more sports, more futures, more fun with Island Luck Sportsbook and the best sports talk with 10thyearseniors.com. Betting in sports never looks so good. Hey, y'all, this is John Quell Jones. This is Mike Strong with the Indianapolis Colts. Yo, it's your boy, buddy, you. This is Jazz the Kid Chisholm. Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors. And you are logged into 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. 10th Year Seniors. You're logged in with 10th Year Seniors. Yeah. Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. This is the read option powered by Island Lux Sportsbook. Bittersweet time for us, guys. This is the moment we all get to celebrate the NFL. But before we get to any of that, we have to remind before you Before we get to any of that, Zach Thomas was robbed at the Hall of Fame. Now you can continue. Thank you, John. We have to remind you that Colin Kaepernick was blackballed from this league in the 21st century for peacefully protesting police brutality against minorities. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh when I say that. We should all be conflicted about how much we love, follow this stuff, and make money off of it. I mean, do, and here we are, and we really need to talk about Zach Thomas' first appearance. I just love how strong John's love for the Dolphins is in the moment that, bruh, like, even all of that it. Even all of that it. Okay, I did not expect for us to start the Super Bowl pod with Zach Thomas, but here we are. How did Tony Baselli beat Zach Thomas? How did anyone beat Zach Thomas? Not that that was my exact question. No, because, okay. When, when you think about the Dolphins... They put an official in before Zach Thomas. <laughs> An official. The first official. Get the hell out of here. But John. No, 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 no. You put an official. The Hall of Fame needs to do something and it has to be different. And it has to say, you know what? There has to be seven players elected. You can't include a coach and an official in it. The coach and official should be whatever. And whoever's doing Zach Thomas case, I, I don't know who it is, but they keep saying he's garbage. He's garbage. He needs to have just someone... With a sense to go in there because Zach Thomas should have, his numbers show he should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't mind he didn't get it in the first time because it happens to some players. But no, now now we're taking, it's too far. It's too much. Do you know how shitty of a Hall of Fame you have to be to fuck up more than the baseball Hall of Fame? Like all of the topic, all of the, every sports talk show was talking for about two weeks about how messed up the baseball Hall of Fame is. NFL was like right. Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. They're just refusing to let them in. And the NFL was like, here, hold my beer. Yeah, it's just like Zach Thomas literally has better numbers than Brian Urlacher, who was a first ballot Hall of Famer. And you know what the crazy thing is? When you pick people for the Hall of Fame, (laughs) allegedly, because I'm not in those meetings, allegedly they compare Hall of Famers to regular players before they are going to be elected. It's Let's put it this way. It's the biggest snub of 2022. (laughs) I mean, we really could just sit back and let John go off. I had no idea he was this passionate about Zach Thomas not making the Hall of Fame. We were sitting here t- planning out this pod and talking about stuff for at least an hour. I did not see any of this coming. No. It was great. No, I expected, but I didn't expect it to be the first thing, you know, on the pod. <laughs> but at the same time, I could understand why. Because if you look at the list, like he said, an official made it before Zach Thomas. As a Patriot fan, I was one of the guys you dread. Him and Jason Taylor, dynamic duo. So I don't... No, there's not been four more linebackers that have been more dominant in this time than Zach Thomas. And he had, like, the head of a Lego man, and which is why I feel like he was such a great football player because he, he didn't Lego. even have, like, a neck. It was just head, muscle, muscle like it's, it's just... And it, Carter's watched Zach his whole career with the Patriots. You know People? what it is? It's National Dolphin disrespect because yeah. the Dolphins are not respected nationally. It's... They're a regional team. Like, people in South Florida care, but they haven't been relevant well, since Zach Thomas. Well, some some relevant Ricky Williams years. You literally but, have Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Kevin Mawai, Hall of Famers saying that Zach Thomas is the toughest person they've ever played defense against. Like, that's, no, not, a, that's not a small feat. Like He's the only reason I know Pampa, Texas. Bruh, but it's a major snub. The fact that, and John hit the nail right on the head, when you look at Brian Urlacher's trip to the Hall of Fame, it, it, it just it doesn't make logic. Because if you compare their stats, Zach Thomas is way better. 
Brian Urlacher, first ballot Hall of Fame, and Zach Thomas isn't. But I, t- I told you all this when we were talking about MVP. When Whenever it comes to writers and committees having to vote on something, y'all got to remember they're human. They're stupid. And, and stupid. That comes with that, a part that, of humanity. Yeah. And Brian Urlacher, even though his numbers weren't as good, he, he was more of a nationally yeah. recognized player. He was on the cover of video games. He was in commercials and doing all of that stuff. So his Q rating was higher. Zach Thomas didn't have all that. It was just, I have a neck and football. That's it. I want the record to reflect <laughs> that we feel here at 10th Year Seniors, Zach Thomas deserved to be in the Hall of Fame two years ago. Yeah. Can we, uh, y'all want to talk about the current players right now in the NFL? So on the Idol Lux Sportsbook, as the game approaches this Sunday, you have, I mean, there's live in-game betting you could do. We're going to talk about bets before kickoff for this one and our picks are going to come at the back end but you're i guess in the way we talk about the game you're going to kind of figure out where we're leaning anyway like i said on the sports book there are over 700 ways to bet the super bowl it's ridiculous we're going to get to the novelty picks with alex later but for this first segment with me john and carlo we are just going to talk straight football stuff and i think we got to start with the most important award of the night mvp so I'm going to run down the lines quick, and we're going to get into that. You can get Matt Stafford at plus 130, Joe Burrow at plus 230, Offensive Player of the Year, Cooper Cup at plus 550, Aaron Donald at plus 1,200. I like that value. Jamar Chase at plus 1,600, Cam Akers, only the Akers family is betting this, at <laughs> plus 2,500, Odell Beckham at plus 2,500, and T. Higgins plus 3,300. I thought those were the most notable ones who are we liking for MVP? And, and I guess who you like... Determines who's going to win. Determines not only who's going to win, but you could also find value in someone else that you just think is a good bet. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be you think this person deserves to be MVP, but, like, it's good value. Because for me, I, I know defensive tackle is going to win MVP, but if anyone is going to do it... To get five sacks. It's Aaron Donald, and I actually like that plus 1,200. Carter, what you thinking for MVP? No, I mean, Aaron Donald, that's that's a dark horse. But to lean on John's point, it depends on how the game flip for that to make a sensible bet. Yeah. But when you look at offensive players like T. Higgins, OBJ, Jamar Chase, those are the guys that have to go with the loop. And if it's not the quarterback, it's definitely going to be a wide receiver. Uh, you remember the Brady years. Uh, I think one time Donald Drive, not Donald Dion Drive, Branch. Dion Branch. Dion Branch. Uh, the Packers wide receiver, Jennings. Yeah. Jennings yeah. had a big Super Bowl. So it's going to be one of those mixes that allowed a quarterback to put a wide receiver on highlight. But I think a dark horse, always look at the running backs. Yeah. They could have a big game in a game like this. And Mixon. So Mixon. Mixon should be there. Mixon's a real dark horse. Yeah. Like, what was his? I was surprised. I So I, it wasn't around that. No. I would put money on that. Yeah, I, w- I would put money on Mixon because he's an all-around running back. Bang. And that, the, way, the way the Bengals operate, you could expect him within 20 yards to get a quick pass out the backfield. To you know, try to get them in the yeah, end see zone, what his and odds he can make are? one or two moves. Because the whole thing is, is if his odds are worse than what they have, T. Higgins, I would easily put ten dollars on that because that's a that's a hefty payday. Yeah. So to the, an extent, the reason why I was thinking T. Higgins, right, and why that's someone who we should look at, I I went back to the divisional game between when he dropped them passes. No, no, no. <laughs> Go back to the divisional game between the Bills and the Chiefs when so much attention was paid to to. Stephon oh. Diggs, that Gabe Davis had the game of a lifetime. Are you calling his name again? Yeah, he's good, boy. I mean, we just say his name. I told you Dolphin should have drafted him yeah, a long time. This is how it works. You say the name of someone from UCF, and then you just sit back and let John. I mean, he's playing for the Bills now. It's not why we're discussing him. <laughs> you think that matters more yeah. than going to UCF? Yeah, he was good, you know. Mm-hmm. He proved he was good. I told you we should have I remember I said we should have drafted him. That, that was a hill that you chose to be on. And I chose the hill say we should draft him in the third <laughs> round. What did he fall through? The fifth round? Yeah, like, so we could have got him in the fourth round. That's why I don't worry about Dolphin draft picks because we could mess it up anyway. Like, yeah, we ain't what, good at what that. What does it even matter? But yeah, so I think I think the Rams are going to sell out to try to stop Jamar Chase. The same way I think the Bengals are going to sell out to try to stop Cooper they, Cup, even though that is impossible. So T. Higgins having a huge game is possible, but here's the thing. It goes back to the conversation we had to start the year. If the receiver has that big of a game, then the quarterback does too. Like, it'll take the quarterback having some bad plays without him. Like, Joe Burrow would have to throw two other picks that doesn't involve T. Higgins' yards for him to get the nod. I think if T. Higgins has that big game, then that means Joe Burrow was as well. So, 
Who are they giving the MVP to? I mean, this, this and this, I have to disagree with that from this standpoint. If there's ever a scenario where a quarterback could have a bad game and a wide receiver could stand up, it's these two quarterbacks mm-hmm. because they have so many weapons. They got yeah. Cooper Cup. It's almost a situation where, like, okay, if Cooper Cup isn't working, OBJ could pile up some numbers until Cooper Cup gets back into the game. So you will have Matthew Stafford with probably 10, 11 incompletions, but still two touchdowns on the board. That's not a good stat yeah. line for him. But yeah. the thing about, like, and I feel like you have two wide receivers here who are just clutch. Yeah. Cooper Cup and Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase yeah. And I mean, yeah. like, and, and you're going to have to look at it in the dynamic of how are these catches made? Are they literally Cooper Cup? Because you could watch a game. Time, and, timing matters, timing, too. And you could watch a game like the Bucks game. Remember mm-hmm. Cardo just say, yeah, Cooper Cup, y'all. Like, pretty much saying, like, yeah. without Cooper Cup, you lose that game. Yeah, definitely. Like, hands down. So that's how you're going to have to look at it, too, with MVP. Because if Stafford throws the ball and it's to whoever, right? Let's just say, who cares? It's nothing big. It's whatever. But Cooper Cup gets it in a big... If he catches third and tens and these and that, and and he drives the ball down the field, get him in scoring position, that's a different thing. The context does matter. And all season long, we've been saying at some point, somebody has to stop Cooper Cup. And it hasn't happened. He's had the best season ever. You heard that, Aaron Rodgers? Nobody stopped him. (laughs) Nobody. My um, thing is, I, I like the, Joe Mixon. Yeah, by the way, Joe Mixon, same as same odds as T. Higgins. You could get him at plus 3,300. I, I like, that, I like that putting money, money on, on that because I really feel with the defensive line that the... Let um, me see who has the lowest odds of a name that a we kicker. know. <laughs> no, actually, but Evan McPherson is pretty high. Evan oh. McPherson is higher than some skill position players. Like, wow. you could get Evan McPherson at plus 5,000. Uh-huh. Matt but, Gay is at plus 10,000. Just put a dollar on him. But my thing is, with the Rams, they're going to be putting a lot of pressure. And I think a lot of wide, a lot of screens and a lot of um, running back screens, wide yeah. receiver screens. We're going to see a lot of that. And that's where Jamar Chase is going to prove the point. Because if he could get that five-yard or that two-yard pass and turn that into a touchdown. And we've seen him done it yeah, many that's, times. That's way different than Burrow throwing a 60-yard dime on the sideline. Don't forget, no, just one point, don't forget, the safety play at the Rams has been suspect. Yeah. They had to bring in... Uh, a I think guy Reynolds. who hasn't played football yeah, in two years. Like, attack him. The last thing, Achilles was gone. So, I mean, to put him against Chase Higgins, bro, that's a lot to depend on that backfield to cover. Also... Don't sleep on third receiver Tyler Boyd. I think this could be a big game for him as well. Because I can't sleep on him because he's on the Patriots. He'd have been first string wide receiver oh, Tyler Boyd. Oh, yeah. oh, he'd be the Dolphins number one too. Like I can't wait for him to get free of the situation. A darker, darker horse candidate. Now, this was somebody who immediately had me thinking Bengals from the moment I saw. So defensive, no defensive lineman Sam Hubbard, when he said the Bengals are dedicating the Super Bowl to Harambe. Of course, we remember Harambe tragically killed at the Cincinnati Zoo. Andrew's favorite, by the way. Shout out to Andrew. Sam Hubbard, MVP odds, plus 17,500. <laughs> what? <laughs> 17,500. What if he has like three sacks? I don't know. What if one of them is a strip sack fumble to score the game winner? I don't Look, know. It's so possible. Everyone's just assuming that the quarter- quarterbacks usually yeah, do get always, MVP. Yeah, it's, it's, always, a, it's a quarterback driven thing. But yeah. this is the year where I think. Wide receivers have a high chance of doing it. Like I said, I really like putting money on Joe Mixon because he's yeah. going to save Joe Burrow, the yeah. Joe brothers. And a lot so of these positions in this game is just a situation where, like you said, bubble screens, quick passes off yep. the wide receivers running back. It's easy for somebody to get a bad pass and rock up 70 yards. Having said all of that, with all of that analysis, I still put money on Cooper Cup. Really? I, yeah. I, 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 put, I put money on Cooper, Cooper too. Cup. I think if you put money on the first smart one, money. two, yeah. three, four, five picks, like, yeah. it, yeah, whatever. You, you just got to take the risk of, of whatever it is. But all right, let, Mixon, though. Let's talk some, I could tell John putting money on Joe Mixon. Let's talk some scoring plays. So, First touchdown to be, sorry, first scoring play to be a touchdown. For Cincinnati, you got plus 200. For the Rams, it's plus 165. If the first score is a field goal, plus 400 for both teams. And in the unlikely event that the first score is a safety. In the unlikely, let's not go with the unlikely. It happened two times, like in the last five Super Bowls. That's still unlikely, though. How many Super Bowls have there been? I'm talking about that last one. It's more likely more now than ever. It's still unlikely compared to what... It's the reason the odds are at plus If now saying this is unlikely, this is the time that Aaron yeah. Donald's going to get yeah. a sack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go, fine. And Vaughn Miller, they're going to team up. 
I always just tell people like the start of the Super Bowl, that's when tensions are the most like people don't calm down until the second quarter. And so we don't know these we, we don't know these things, I'm sorry. And the Bengals center is very suspect. That's why I believe that Aaron Donald about to eat. That's the only center in the league with locks. <laughs> I know I'll say you draw the lot. I know if I trust that. So <laughs> a safety for the Bengals at plus eight thousand for the Rams at plus seven thousand. What do we think this first score is going to be? I think it's going to be the Rams. I think Cincinnati has the... They come out slow sometimes. They come out... So much of this is dependent on coin toss, though. I know. It, a lot of it does, but I would think... I would go with the Rams scoring first. I, I, what do you think? Field goal, touchdown? Which field one? goal. Hmm. I agree, no, I agree with John on the Rams scoring first with a field goal. But I think it's more so a situation where the Rams feel like if... I think the Rams feel as if they got to get the ball and score first. So they're going to do everything in their power, well, not in their power. They're going to hope for luck and win the coin toss, get the ball, and I think they're going to drive down the field and get that field goal. I don't think they get into the end zone right away. I'm going Evan McPherson here, guys. You play full, boy. Why? Because I think Evan McPherson oh, is he's a got superstar. Ice water. He's got ice water in his I game. think he's a superstar. I think he makes the first and last kick of this game. You think he's coming down the field goal? I'm just saying Evan McPherson makes the first score. I so think you got him at MVP. I th- I think <laughs> That's what you're saying. Maybe put some money everywhere, but I think this Bengals <laughs> offense, like y'all said, the right thing. Like they know they're susceptible to the pass rush, particularly up the middle. So I think on that first drive, there's a lot of quick hitters to get the ball out of Joe Burrow's hands quickly. There's some screens to Joe Mixon, and I think that's enough to get them in field goal range. Maybe not enough to score. I think. Uh, but then Jamar Chase is just so magical. Yeah, but that no mean he could be magical on the first drive. I mean, he, he could always, still, he he could still magical, be big man. on the first drive with a couple slants and some hitches. Yeah, I get quick. it, but I still feel like I feel like Jamar Chase just has the, a point to prove. Like, I, I don't know what it is. Like, he's just one of them players. Like, I, I don't like to bet against him. This season, when you say that, I just thought of Cooper Cup and the fact that this whole season started with me saying, uh, there's no way Cooper Cup could have 70 receiving yards for the second game in a row. And then he went on. That was like week two. Mm-hmm. And he went on to have the greatest season ever. He hasn't been stopped since then, by the way, since I said that. Yeah. That's why that's my Accuracy. MVP. That's why that's my MVP. Another interesting prop I think you could get money on is a missed extra point. Now, uh, if you say you don't have to decide which team, just say yes or no, whether it's going to be a missed extra point. I know one thing. If anybody missing it, it could be Matt Gay because it ain't going to be Evan McPherson. So, yes, you get plus 95, no minus 400. Do we think someone misses? Matt yeah. Gay. Matt Gay. Yeah. Everyone in all yeah. in for Matt yeah. Gay because Evan McPherson. Like some miss. of these props are pretty pretty yeah. good to just bet by themselves if you can like, like I said you can these are just a few examples yeah. y'all can go on the Island Look Sportsbook and find more on your own it's no way we could go through all of them there are no. over 700 of them so we're just going with the ones that we think are interesting now this other one is whether you think this is going to be a high scoring game or low scoring one total touchdowns over under set at five and a half but that's a low number for this game. Yeah. You think so? That's yeah. A low number for this. Game. I don't. Know. I think this is going to be like a 35-42 Super Bowl. Sometimes Super Bowls tend to disappoint you, though. This, this, this one, yeah, this, not this one. This, this, one, ain't. this one ain't. This one. I've never been more sure of a good Super Bowl yeah. than right now. This I really feel this is going to be this going to yeah. be a really good. You know what the Super Bowl is going to remind me of? The third quarter onwards from the Atlanta Patriots Super Bowl. Oh, that was good. Third quarter onward was one of the best. But the last time the Rams was in the Super Bowl, it was so bad. I, know that, I know that was Jared Goff. That was Jared Goff. That was Jared Goff. And Cooper Cup was injured. And even then, he wasn't. We saw it coming, but he wasn't this guy. And they wasn't going against the Bengals. So, yeah. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll take the over on this game. I, I, just get, I just get nervous about that Super Bowl letdown. Because the NFL has been lucky as hell this postseason having some incredible games. And that's why I think the Super Bowl, I think it's just going to continue. Yeah. Give or, the people what they want. Or the bottom's going to fall out. Nah. <laughs> I just don't see it. I, I, you saw Joe Burrow not pick up his comeback player of the year trophy? That's true. Man, he busy. Yeah. yeah. But he, hey, that was, that, I ain't lie. That gave me real Kobe vibes. Hey. Like, he was like, job's, <laughs> job's not done. Job's not done. This man coming back from a shattered knee. Comeback player of the year? But the ba- so the Bengals win two awards on and He wins, Burrow wins comeback Zach player. Zach Thomas Jamar. still robbed. Jamar Chase wins Offensive Rookie of the Year. I mean, I feel like they were all mocked, though. I just want to stick up again. They gave him the Pro Bowl, though. Yeah. They, hold, they gave him the Pro on, Bowl. Hold on. Hold on, John. 
do you do you need us to pull up Jamar Chase's no, numbers No, I mean, right I now? know he had the best rookie season, right. but so still. how was it a robbery? But at least you got the Pro Bowl out of him. Mark Jones, though. I mean, he ran for 70 yards and did the gritty. What else do you want? I didn't even count the 70 no, yards, but that troubled me. I know, but he just, he, listen, Mark Jones went into that game, decided We can talk about celebrate. how bad the Pro Bowl was. Eventually. No, 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 because that was a <laughs> bunch of crap. They need to just stop playing that yeah. shit. Total field goals. Over, Over under line is set on three and a half. How scoring? How high scoring do we think this game is going to be? Because y'all already saying we getting six touchdowns, we getting four field goals. Well, six touchdowns is twenty one points each. I know. Yes, I don't. I don't see four field goals. Bro. Since he kicker, your boy, mm-hmm. ice cold water veins. Yeah, four field goals. He's a superstar. I don't four see the scenario. But I feel like if he get four field goals, they can lose though. That's what I say. I don't see the scenario where he he where kicks one. The- he kicks one at the beginning of the game. Yeah, he Ooh. kicks one before halftime. Yeah. The and game got to be really high score yeah. for them to win if one guy kicks four field goals. But I just think, you know, 21 points and four field goals ain't unrealistic. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess so. I just, I don't know. Um, I feel like if you, now, that's that's just total. So he doesn't have to put up four. Okay, he'll at least get three. But this total field goals. Yeah. So this is two Between each both team. Of them. Yeah, I yeah, think they get yeah, that. Man, yeah. I don't see it. I don't. Yeah, I, I trend toward the under. I just I think it's like going to be a high scoring game. I feel like it's going to be touchdown heavy. Speaking of touchdowns, so anytime touchdowns, I wanted to just focus on the tight ends in this game, starting first with the tight ends. We know there's been injuries to CJ Uzoma and to Tyler Higby. Kendall Blanton stepped up big in the NFC Championship game. Like He was a target that Matthew Stafford went to a lot. So I think I would look at him at that plus 30, 235 to score a touchdown. Uzoma is going to be back, I think, because he had this moment. Uh, at the pep rally where he took the brace and threw it into the Where's crowd. Where's Mixon at in this? He's there. I, I, mean, I can like write he, everybody. Uh, yeah, but what, what was his number around? I wanted to focus on some of the dark horse candidate before we get to the I obvious know we got time people. for that, man. He's the darkest. This, He's not. He's not. His, his, lines, his lines are pretty good for that. So you can also get Tyler Boyd at plus 235, T. Higgins at plus 140, and OBJ at plus 125. Five. Well, I feel like Odell is going to get a touchdown. Like, they're going to get in the red zone. They're going to target him three times because that's just what they do. Joe Mixon, anytime touchdown, minus 103. So, like, people, the Vegas is saying that's say pretty much going to yeah, happen. He's like, gonna that's not. No, I'm just asking because, you know, MVP. Jamar Chase plus 104. Now, the obviously, the most difficult ones to account for are first touchdown and last touchdown. So who who do we think? Now we did talk about which team is going to score first, but if you had to put money on who scores first, well, we said the kicker. Where, where are each one of you going? Did you talk about touchdown wise? Yeah, a touchdown wise. Boy, I would probably okay. Give me y'all guess, and then I'll tell y'all what the odds are on that one. But, but it's so much. Okay, yeah, it's, Cooper, it's difficult. That's Cooper why. Cup first touchdown, and then Mixon last touchdown. So Cooper Cup first touchdown plus four eighty. And if Joe Mixon scores the last touchdown, plus 700. Cotto, mm. what you thinking? First touchdown, going with Chase. Last touchdown, OBJ. First touchdown with Jamar Chase, plus 800. Put Ooh. big money on that. That'll be a winner. And Odell Beckham for the maybe game winner. Plus 1,000. Boy, I ain't gonna lie. If he scored his game winning touchdown, I, I don't know what his celebration could be. I honestly feel like he just could cry. He could retire. Yeah. He might retire. He could retire. He could be, you know how Vernon <laughs> Davis retired at halftime? It was, no, Vontae. Vontae, yeah, Vontae yeah, Davis yeah, yeah, yeah. retired at halftime. He retiring right there. Every time I hear the stories, remember Vernon, like, commentary on it. Vernon's like, I had to call him and ask him, like, you really retired halftime? Mm-hmm. Like, the game's still going on. You ain't going back with that. He's like, no, I ain't going back. I can't do it. <laughs> Dog, hits his hurt? I don't know if y'all know that. Hits his hurt. All right, let's go to some... Player props in terms of stats. Most touchdowns thrown in this game. You, If you think it's Joe Burrow, that's plus 125. Vegas think is going to be Matthew Stafford because wow. Stafford comes in at minus 157. Who throws the most, most touchdowns, Joe B or Matty? Joey B. Interesting. It's the better value, but do we actually think he's throwing more touchdowns than Matt Stafford? I have to agree. I have the agree. The Rams running game is so bad though. Yeah. Like it, it, and that's that's Matthew the problem Stafford. why I think 
they're going to hone down on some of these. Matthew Stafford has to do so much for them to score. If it's a high-scoring game and the Rams are high-scoring, then that means Matthew Stafford is probably the MVP because I don't see their running game putting up numbers. So that means the running game is going to be fantastic this game. So basically you're just saying go the opposite of whatever <laughs> yeah, I think. Because right. the, the so the Michelle been a little decent. A little decent. But he ain't, get, he ain't getting the carries. Though. But Shoney Michelle, he got Super Bowl experience. It's these kind of games where guys who have been quiet the entire year. Remember James White? Those one what James White do that, that whole do season? Nothing. And what do you do in the Super Bowl? The best player ever. <laughs> oh, <laughs> trust me. After that Bucks game, I thought Sony Michelle should have been the number one featured back in the NFC Championship because Cam Akers tried everything to give that game to Tampa Bay. Yeah. So I thought Sony Michelle should have been getting all of them carries. I still think he should be the featured back in this game. Mm-hmm. So if and they he probably that, will be. Bill probably called McVay. McVay. No numbers confusion. Said, wait, play this guy. Yeah, he don't he don't have no <laughs> He might have a couple of Sean's enough for hey, I think I think Sean Payton probably is like Coach I in the Super Bowl. I see. think I think Bill calling people from now on. <laughs> Billy and texting nobody. Like just to not leave shit to chance. I know he was sitting there like, how the fuck am I getting this? Wait, that's why you need WhatsApp and you need So you can see the picture. You could not yeah. only see the picture, but you could see um the, the whole num- the, the whole number the whole thing of yeah. delete messages and only have seven day messages so it deletes automatically see I blame here's where I blame Bill for how he's listed his contacts right just put people name with, or if it, if you know it's more than one just put the whole name I in this entire situation I blame the Patriots front office why in the world y'all have this y'all forget how old Bill Belichick is it I think people that's do. like your mommy working a cell phone yeah she's bad at it this is so I'm like bro Help them out. Give him, give him a phone for situations like this. Have a personal assistant to send Bro, text somebody, messages. somebody, hey, like hit up Brian and tell, which Brian? You know, our Brian. Tell Brian, you know, yeah. congrats. Which one and is our Brian, coach? <laughs> the white one? <laughs> yeah, him. All right, cool. I got you. Who throws the most passing yards? Joe B or Matt Stafford? Joe B, you get him at minus 109. Stafford at minus 114. So this is interesting because... Vegas obviously thinks that Stafford is throwing for more touchdowns, but they think Burrow is throwing for more yards. I think it's the opposite. I think Stafford is... Let's put it this way. This is such a complicated game to a point that if the Rams go down quick, then Stafford's just going to go crazy and he's yeah. going to throw a lot I of interceptions too. I feel like he have to go crazy regardless yeah. of what no, 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 I no. say. I think he's going to go crazier. We remember... Okay. <laughs> Which which could be the gift and the curse because boy Machu you know like, he take it away. Okay, bro, he can really this is go the type of game real quick. This is the type of game you see from Stafford: three touchdowns, five hundred fifty passing yards, three interceptions. Like this is the type of stat line he could have so this game. That's so possible, and it's just like going back to the point I was making earlier. This is a situation where he could have three or four bad drives, and just on one drive hit Cooper Cup eighty yards. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like that's both things. Uh, both teams in the situation. The benefit I'm giving Burrow in this regard is the fact that he's more consistent because he has a running game behind him. So if the offense corner sees that, hey, we, we need to slow it down a bit. Let's get a couple of runs in there just to keep the offense nuanced. I know what both of y'all about to say on this. Who throws the first pick? You get Joe B at minus 108, Machu at one, minus Matthew. 150. And Bro, Matthew. Pick up, pick up all the money, put it on Stafford. <laughs> All your money driving there right now. <laughs> Watch Machu don't throw the pick. Hey, he's going to throw like a pick six, bro. Probably. Okay. Oh, yeah. If he throw a pick, it could be a pick six now. <laughs> like, it, ain't a, it ain't a regular pick. Matthew Stafford don't throw normal picks. It's either a pick six or one to lose the game like he almost did against the 49ers. Those are the Machu But picks. to give, to, to his credit, no pick, six he, no pick six he's ever thrown. I looked at it going into it and say, that's a bad pass. It's always him going for something you like. Hey, it look good. Might you have a way to make it look Kevin good? Kevin Johnson do that too. Because he always had the faith that Kevin Johnson could go up and get it. He's practiced the belief that once I get it there, it's catchable. And with Cooper Cup and OBJ, you don't think he think that? Uh, I see him draw some names to OBJ. I was like, bro, you lucky. <laughs> he thinks, you lucky. He thinks that way. We talked about the running game a bit. Let's go to the rushing yards. Who wins this between Joe Mixon or Cam Akers? Mixon at minus 106, Cam Akers minus 118. Let me Sh- see what Shoney, Sony Michelle uh, is. Michelle is going gonna, is gonna to get the um, most yards rushing. Because I just feel that Akers isn't... Akers isn't the guy. He dead. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. We I wouldn't we? say he dead. He's not good under pressure. Yeah, he dead. All right? <laughs> Bruh. I just feel like... Um, I, but this is where... 
But I know <laughs> because then I'm now looking. You know, Cincinnati always had that running back by committee crap, and it's yeah. like, wait, if Mixon has like a bad drive and they put homeboy in and he goes yeah. and he vultures everything, the crazy, like he was so good at doing that in fantasy. So for the two starting running backs, right, you could get their over under rushing yards on. 10 and 20 yard intervals but for sony michelle you only get lines on whether he's rushing for over 17 and a half or under 17 for the entire game yeah no, over hammer that over <laughs> like for both hammer that over for both joe mixon and cam makers they start at 39 and a half then they go to 49 and a half 60 and so forth all the way up uh, to what's, 125 and what's half. michelle's what's it's just 17 they don't have what but plus what um, minus one hundred six for over seventeen and a half. Minus one fourteen for so under. It ain't even nothing like spectacular. Yeah, yeah. there's no fate in there. But that's a know. part of a parlay, though. Put that one in the part yeah, of a parlay. We'll put that. So over. Th- this is another one that this is completely dependent on what kind of game it is. Rushing attempts sixteen and a half. Is this over? Is this total? Yeah, or total. Each team? Total for each over. team. Yeah. Oh, each team. Each total. team. Each team. Sixteen and a half. Definitely the Bengals. We'll go over. Definitely. Because they, they have to establish the run. Matt Stafford passed the ball 85 times and he ain't get care. He Bro, he could get him six good carries and like, all right, y'all ain't got it? Cool. Okay, we got that. <laughs> See this Coach arm? This arm ain't gonna fall <laughs> off today. It would have fallen off in Detroit. While we're still on the running game, last prop for these ones, the longest rush of the game. Joe Mixon at plus 200, Samaji Perrine at plus 800, or Sony Michelle at plus 400. Who are we thinking? Sony, for the longest run, longest run, really a breakaway yeah, kind yeah, of run. Yeah, follow me. Okay. I keep telling you, you have to remember how this the Super pa- Bowl this is Patriot work. bias. It's not Patriot else, bias. It's just the mere fact that they're gonna give him the ball in a situation where we, speed. he don't have speed now. But all he need is one angle. And the thing is, it's not that I think it might be Purine because. It's going to be like a fourth and one at the 50-yard line. They crowd the line. They bring him in on third downs a lot, which yeah. is strange yeah, to me. Because, because he's jo- a third down back. But Joe Mixon is so good at... Joe Mixon is the every down back. I, I know. Which is true. But then but Joe Mixon is getting hurt plenty. Yeah, That's the I problem. Guess. But Perrine surprised me in that last game when he took that screen pass to the house. Yeah. I was like, I and that's the thing. Like, just same way you think with Shoney, that's going to happen. Mm. It's going to be... Everyone's going to clamp down on a, on a drive. You know what it'll be? Probably one of those third down plays where they give up on and run a draw or something, and yeah. then he ends up breaking Before halftime. Yeah. <sighs> I like that plus 800, John. I may have to go with that. Yeah. I'm going with that. I think that that's what it's going to be. All right. That, that'll do it for our prop section. When we come back, we're going to go to segment two, where we bring in Alex to talk about the weather and some novelty non-football props. And it's a shame Zach Thomas did not make the Hall of Fame. Always. We're saying that all day. And we will come back with our final picks for the game in segment three. Y'all stay with us. Welcome back to the pod. This is segment two, where we are going to get into the weather with our resident meteorologist, Alex. Say what's up to the people. Hey, everyone. Not only is she going to talk about the weather, but she is also going to offer some novelty props. These are things that you can bet on, and you can find all of them on the Island Lux. You don't have to be a football expert for these ones. And that is why this segment is perfect for her, because none of these bets are going to have anything to do with football. And she is prepared. I know she is, just like she is on every podcast. I have my... uh, I'm good. This is an audio medium, so you have to actually say something to the people. You can't just nod your head and smile yeah, and wink you, your eyes. That people, ain't care. <laughs> people in here do not care about that. None of that's going to work. Yeah. Okay. I'm smiling right now, guys. Yeah. Like You know what? If every time you smile, you say that to them so they know, we could take that. That's yeah. whatever. God. It's an improvement. God damn it. So the game, obviously, in LA, SoFi Stadium, tell us what we can look forward to. Because the Super Bowl, as we know... Week-long events, you got parties, you got appearances, you got all kind of stuff going on. So the weather is important. What are we looking at for this weekend in L.A.? For this weekend in L.A., LA well, L.A. will just be coming off of a heat advisory. Mm. Um, so it's going to be very hot. So if anyone What's very is, hot in L.A.? Yeah. Provide o- context. Over 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, see, L.A. people ain't used to real heat. No. What's the humidity? Ooh, should be less than 30%. So see, that ain't even really no bad thing. That's like comfortable. For you, <laughs> yeah, is it Alex? Is it comfortable? Will it be comfortable for me? <laughs> she said, probably. <laughs> I was coming on how to say comfortable. <laughs> you hate me anyway. So good, so good partying weather. Listen, that is good for how do I put this? Tailgating, 
No, not just tailgating. Okay, so shenanigans. Yes, perfect. So because that's why I thought tailgating was just a polite way. To yeah, say. I, 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 I get it now. Because Atlanta was perfect for shenanigans, and with that kind of weather in LA, your options are open to everything. So, um, get let's say best case scenario for Rams fans, if the Rams do win, what are we looking at Monday? The same kind of weather? Yes. It Monday, will be a Tuesday. heat advisory, but it will be a very nice weather. Like what we have on the island. Very that, good. That's good drugs weather for a parade. That mm-hmm. is good drugs weather for also, a parade. Also, what's the weather in Cincinnati? Yep. Let's say the Bengals win. Mm-hmm. Got a parade in Cincy. What are we looking at there? Snow. That's also good drugs weather. That, is, <laughs> that, that may be even better drugs weather if we think about it, depending on depending on what you're doing. Oh, yeah. We snow. D- They're going to have snow, so there's that. But they do have they do have a day off mm-hmm. whether they win or lose this game in Cincinnati. So and I it's feel like be snowing that day. I feel like people are going to be wilding regardless. Oh yeah, no. If 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 they win, they don't care what the weather is. There'll be a million people out there. That's great. They won't even feel the snow. No, they'll be drunk. Very. All right, let's get to some of the non-football stuff. So in the first part of the podcast, we went through our tale of two cities where we argued which city had better this or that. We did that with, you heard me, John, and Carter do that. We're going to bring Alex into this now. Which city do you think has better food? LA LA or Cincinnati? LA. Why do you give a nod to LA? Because it's Los Angeles. Okay. I mean, They got all the Mexicans. God damn. I don't know if that's politically correct for you to just say they got all the Mexicans. Okay, they got all the people who could cook. They what? got culture. That's what you're trying to say. What, a, yeah. what about they got culture? Cincinnati has skyline chili. I don't even know what that is. It's Ohio. You know what the crazy thing is? It's like spoiler alert. Cincinnati ain't gonna win a lot of these things on this <laughs> list. <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> Better cultural and entertainment scene, L.A. or Cincinnati? L.A. Hey, man, Drew Carey is from Cincinnati. I don't even know who that is. You don't know who Drew Carey is? Maybe show me a picture. You've never seen the Drew Carey show? I don't know. You've never seen The Price is Right? Yes. That's Drew Carey, glasses. Oh. So you ain't never seen The Price is Right. Okay. William Howard Taft, the only fat American president. I don't know who that is. Also, well, remember he lost weight though. Good job. Yeah, I mean, yeah but I, good I, job being healthy. Started that now diet. Yeah, just a lot of nuts. Pause. Pause. Salty nuts. Pause. Well, you yeah. don't have to pause oh, it. Yeah, she don't have to pause it. She did say she enjoys salty nuts. <laughs> try to man. All right, let's go to let's go to some of our novelty props because I feel like Alex doesn't know any of the other stuff. You know what? Let's try it. Music. Who's better, Cincinnati or LA? LA. I mean, that's elaborate. That's a given. First of all. Every I bet I could find a great musician from Cincinnati. If you'll I go right enough. ahead, and I'm going to explain why LA is so much better. Steven Spielberg was born in Cincinnati. That's oh. one for Cincy culture, Uh-oh. but made all of his movies in LA. impact in it's LA. Like, oh, like, Hollywood, right? Yeah. yeah, he probably was just born there and moved really you early. You see how that works? I Even not, he knows that LA is better. I do not see one musician that I could. Oh, they it's got, Ohio. They got like what does that mean? Ain't Dave Chappelle from Ohio? I think he's from somewhere like... Over he lives li- in Ohio. Live somewhere so. like, no, it's somewhere like Montana or Wyoming or something no, like that. No, I think that. it's Ohio. You sure? Oh, okay. Whatever. All right. So let's move on to some of our novelty props. So the first... But before, we're just oh, going to finish it off. Go ahead. I'm going to make an argument for one that Cincinnati wins with you better. Come on. Uniforms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the uniforms are better. Oh, yeah. Hands easily. Down. And after that, Cincinnati doesn't win anything else. Easy, easily. Well, franchise history... The, the problem I have with the Rams is they move too damn much. So yeah. I'm going to give franchise history to the Bengals in Cincinnati for sticking in a crappy city for all these years. That's fair. I, I They run away with uniforms for me. Like I'm, yeah. in, I'm interested to see what the combination is actually going to be But does Joe like. Burrow count for culture now? Yes, I think he does. I do too, and I think that... That is huge. Yeah. Joe Burrow, comeback player of the year. Which Alex predicted on the pod we never released because she was so bad at it. Didn't even didn't <laughs> know even who move, was. No, he didn't even move the trophy from the table. He just was like, Thank you for this award. I want the other trophy. Going and he to just the left. Super Bowl. He just left it there and I was like, Joe Cool, that's my guy. Yeah. Real Our, cool. UCF made him good. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
She's so bad at this. I am not bad at it. All right. Our first novelty prop, which you can find on the Island Look Sportsbook. Just go ahead, uh, click the Super Bowl, and you will find all of <laughs> nearly 700 props. Yeah. There's a group called the Ass Ponies from Cincinnati. What? I like them. <laughs> what? I want to hear that music. Yeah, we're going to look that up later. We can't hear it now. So the first prop we're going to look at is the Gatorade bath for the winning coach. Now, you can actually bet on which color the Gatorade is going to be. So I'm going to run down some of the lines for you. You can get orange or blue. Sorry, orange at plus 200. Blue is at plus 250. Yellow, green, and lemon lime also at plus 250. You can get clear Gatorade or water at plus 550. Red Gatorade at plus 700. Purple Gatorade, obviously they don't think that's going to happen, at plus mm-hmm. 900. And no Gatorade at all. No Gatorade bath. Don't bet on this one because it always happens. You can get none at plus 550. Alex, what you thinking? Boo. So you're going with the Rams winning? Yes. Okay, because uh, it's all about which team wins for me. I don't know, though, because I don't think they color coordinate Gatorade based on the uniforms. I don't know, but I just feel like this year they're going to do it. And I know one thing. Mm -hmm. If the Bengals win, it is going to be orange. Let me ask you this, though. If you, like, one of the athletic trainers or you work in the hydration department of the team, you are the one that knows about this. Like, you probably get to decide with Gatorade this team is having. No, it'd be crazy. You got to put heavy money on that, right? Because yeah. if I'm the dude, if I'm the water boy and I'm mixing the Gatorade, first of all, I go in heavy on purple at plus 900. Like, yeah. I'm putting thousands of dollars on that because nobody, I control that. That's the one thing they're in control of. I was thinking night. of that, but maybe the NFL has something where they provide the one. Like, you don't know because this is something that's big. Like, maybe. I just think yeah, whatever team good. wins, I think it's going to be the color. So I'm not going to give. You think the whole time we've been filibustering, Alex come up with a reason why she say blue or she just pick a color at random? Well, I asked her and she said the Rams go win. Mm-hmm. That's my pick for who's going to win Super Bowl. We, we didn't get to that part yet. That's well, fine. that's you. You wanted to know the reason I picked blue. All right. We have to wait later on to let people know who we're picking. So you can also wager on the halftime performance. And as we know, it's going to be a compilation of hip-hop icons from L.A. Um, it's going to be Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. You also got Eminem thrown in there as a Dr. Dre protege. Who else is on? Who else is on? Mary. There? Mary J. Blige is going to be on there. So in 15 there, I don't Kendrick. know. Kendrick. And ode to Kendrick Lamar. Is it, his album ever going to come up? I don't know. And uh, Message to me. And ode to L.A. hip-hop is basically what it is. So you can get odds on what the first song is going to be. And you can bet on either California Love or Next Episode at plus 200. Family Affair or still DRE at plus 500. Love Yourself or Nothing But a G Thing at plus 650. Drop It Like It's Hot at plus 800. And either All of the Stars or Humble at plus 1000. Now, this is difficult because we don't know who's actually going to come out and perform first. Mm-hmm. And the order means everything. So mm-hmm. if you're guessing what the first song is going to be, that's basically you guessing who's going to come out first. So first of all, who do we think is going to be the first one on stage? Drop a like it's hard. Drop a like it's Definitely hard. Definitely Snoop. So that's both of you thinking that Snoop is going to open the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I really think he's going to open it. Like, you're not going to... like. It doesn't matter who you are. He's the biggest name. Yeah, he's the biggest name, but because of all the commercials and endorsements he had, that's the people people are going to... Like, doesn't matter the age. Look at the age difference yeah, here. You, could like, be, you probably don't even know who Eminem is. Yeah. I do, of Dre. course I... I don't, I don't so, does. I mean, you don't even know, but do you know, know who Snoop Dogg is. Do you know I who know Dr. Dre is? who all of these people are. Do you, know, do you know about Dr. Dre's hip-hop lineage? N.W.A. It's because you watched a movie. It's because I like their music. Give me two N.W.A. songs. Fuck the police. Yes. Well, Easy has that. his own song. Everyone knows that one. That's all right. Go ahead. You got fuck the police. What else you got? Well, now you have me on the spot, mm. so I can't. Because you don't me. know. Because NWA I know. Songs. I would if I go through my Spotify playlist. It's there. All right. Okay. The Dre album Whatever. was good though. <sighs> See, I'm thinking. I'm thinking that Dr. Dre comes out first because I feel like still Dre. 
just the way the beat comes in i feel like that's an incredible intro once you hear the pianos i feel like that's a good way to start the show but i still feel like drop it like a heart is is a good way that's a a great intro too. there's a lot of good intros but there's a blend that is i think those are going to be the first two songs but here's why i think drake comes out first because he is the bind that ties all of these artists together so I think you bring him on first and then because both of them are his protege. Snoop yeah. is his protege. Eminem okay. is his protege. Kendrick is the new blood. So that's why I think Dre comes on first. And while Drop It Like I Thought is good value at plus 800, I think I personally am going to put money on still DRE being the first song out at the halftime show plus 500. But then I also keep hearing California love. Like See, opening. no, it's a Super Bowl. So if there yeah. was two California teams in it, like if it was the Chargers and like in the same stadium type yeah. thing, then they would have done that. Here's the thing though. I think that's too big of a tune for them to play first. I feel like you got to play California love when all of them are on stage. Okay. Like you don't just play that first. Okay, valid. You, you got a good point there when I, all of them are on stage. Yeah. I, you know, say I don't it. think it's a first song just because... California, yeah, whatever, but you have a team from Cincinnati too. Yeah. So y'all go with Drop It Like It's Hot. I'm going with uh, Still DRE. Sticking on, on the halftime show, you can place a bet on the over under of the amount of songs. Right now, the line is at nine and a half. Do we think they go with 10 songs or under? Under. Under. That's a 30 minute halftime show. I know, but here's the thing though. Oh, you mean if they cut the song short? It doesn't yeah, matter. They, they flip through them really fast sometimes. Like sometimes they would go with and one with verse Dre, and then they go. With Dre being the producer of the two bigger artists, he's going to find a way to sync the songs. That's also a very good point because what. What counts as them actually playing the whole song? Like, if you play a bar, does that count? Like, if you play a verse, does that count? What I feel like we need more information on this. Or like, just do you the have chorus to, do that you, people would know? Yeah, if it's just the hook, does that count as you performing a song? I yeah, don't know. We need more details on that. Definitely need more details, Mike. We need details. Yeah, I'm gonna go under though. I think I got to take the over on that because yeah, there's so many. Songs. I think that's so a sucker songs. bet though. It is. It, a, most of it is a sucker bet. It's no, all no. made for them to win. I think this one is a like a legit sucker bet. It is. I know if I, I know if I go over it. I mean, definitely. the Super Bowl had Paul McCartney one year. Okay, let's look at it like this, right? Let's say they you play. Know Paul McCartney. Yes, is? I actually do. Okay, it's seen. You see how seventies our pants look. <laughs> wow. Okay, you can also get lines on the guest performers. Right now, they got four up there. You got Ariana Grande at plus four seventy. Ice Cube at plus 400. It ain't going to be Ice Cube. Because <laughs> they ain't singing their song. <laughs> that ain't going to happen at halftime, guys. SZA at plus 500 and Drake at plus 500. I'm going to go with John here, and I'm using process of elimination. I don't think it's any way Drake is a surprise guest performer. That no. dude's ego is way too big for him to be surprise guest anything. I do not see that happening. Drake would want a headline if yeah. he was in this show. It's not Drake. I I think it's going to be SZA. We all think it's going to be SZA. Yeah. I think it's going to be SZA because she's an L.A. act. Although, that Ice Cube is good value, man. Like, I could see it happening. Yeah. What's the relationship like now between him and they, Drake? They're reconciled. Because ever since that movie, the NWA, the movie, they reconciled. I don't know. He I never apologized go. for what he said about Easy, of course, but... They reconciled. You can Dre. tell you watched that movie at least twice. <laughs> mm-hmm. John, I think I gotta go Ice Cube. And you go Ice Cube and lose your money. Yeah, you will lose your money. I lose my money all the time on Island Lux oh, Sportsbook. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I win and I'm good at this and I'm an expert is why you should listen to me. Yeah, I think it's a toss-up for me between SZA and Ice Cube. I think I'm gonna have to put money on both. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Go twenty Ain't but a G thing. Go twenty twenty. I win. They could start with that song. That is an option. Yes, you that, I mean that though. They're it would all, be crazy options, if Alex. they start with an with a song that's not even on this list. It, yes, that would be crazy. But then, wouldn't they have to if they don't have a song on that list refund the money for that particular? Yeah, thing? so that's yeah. that's how it'll work. It works the same as let's say you you make a player prop on somebody in a game, like to score the first basket or something like that. If it's an NBA game, if that if a, if that player is no longer in the starting lineup, then you get your money refunded because okay. the option wasn't there. So I think it'll work the same way with this. And also, I think they have to. I think they gotta like declare their playlist or something like that. I don't think yeah. you, you get to. I, I don't know. Vegas has these yeah. the, the things. 
you can also place money on whether Eminem is going to and wear I a Lions jersey. I know why they said this. I know why this came up because Willie come out with a Matthew Stafford Lions jersey on. Yes, to pay homage to Matthew Stafford. I feel like this doesn't, this doesn't come up if it's not a possibility. Like, why would this be there? Like, we yes, we know Eminem is from Detroit. He is likely a Matthew Stafford fan because of his tenure with the Lions. I think because that bet is there, somebody had to come up with a reason why you can get odds on this. So I'm feeling like this is going to happen. Yeah. Has he worn a Lions jersey to a Super Bowl before? I don't know. I don't even know if he's well, ever been to a Super Bowl before. Exactly why they put there, because y'all aren't paying attention. We don't even know if he's a Lions fan. To be real, it, he may hate the Lions. He might go to every Super Bowl, regardless of what team plays. The Lions may have broken him like they broke the spirit of Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders, and the Portland Trailblazers broke the spirit of Ronaldo Dorsey. They really did. Right, so mm. he might be one to wear a Lions jersey at every. What do you think? Would you put money on that? Mm, yeah, I think he does. I don't think he does it. I don't think he does either. I'm not I putting money on that. How much would you b- wager on that? Two dollars. No, that's not bad. You ain't gonna get a big return though, unless that's, that's like a part of a parlay. Two dollars more than what I put in. Mm-hmm. At least okay. she's willing to risk it. Let's go length of the national anthem. So you have Mickey sp- Guyton, a Grammy nominated country music artist, will be singing the national anthem. Now I don't know oh, if drag if y'all ever heard oh, Mickey oh, Guyton sorry. before. I feel like we got to go listen to him before we place this he's bet. A, he's a country. See. He's a country artist. He's Southern drawl. He's gonna drag that. So it's plus 100 if the anthem is 97.99 seconds or below and minus 139 if the anthem is 98 seconds or above. What do we think? You're, so we're going, we're going with the over. The, how long is the anthem? It depends on the performer. Regularly. Like a regular person singing. I don't know because I heard Whitney do the anthem and she had some extra bars in there. And then you have people that are just straight to the point. I think it all depends on what's his name, John Mickey Guyton. I think that's a woman. Okay. Okay. Here we go. We have, she did this national anthem. It was, let me see. Okay. On YouTube right now from PBS, Mm -hmm. it was, let's see. She's black. So it was a minute, 27 seconds. Minute twenty six, so that's under ninety eight. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna take the under on that. Yeah, let's go with the under. I mean, doing some scouting reports here. Yeah, no, that listen, that is a huge part of gambling. I'm going with the under. Hold on, hold on, hold on. She did the national anthem. Oh shit. No, that's that's not her. Okay. Mickey Guyton starts playing about minute thirty five. That's still under. We could go with the under. Yeah, I think under. I think I think we hammer the under. Hammer the under. Let's hammer the under on that. We've done our Guyton research. I might actually put five dollars on that. Oh shit, big spender. Mm Mm-hmm. You give, we, we did the research, guys. We did it live. You give John the change back, or you could just use the change from John. I get that change I, back. He, he, oh. First thing he asked, why well, he didn't right, go cool. on his food. My guy. Let's go with the coin toss now. I've, Heads or tails? Totally relying on this, Alex. Who, win, who wins? The, what, what first, you got to say who wins it. Who wins the coin toss, Rams or, or Bengals? But you get the same odds for either one. It's minus 106. I'm going to go with the Bengals. And will it be heads or tails? Tails. How much you putting on this? Dollar fifty. Not even two. <laughs> it's like dollar fifty. <laughs> All right. Where where are we watching the game, guys? Yeah, where are we watching the game, Ronaldo? That's not for the public's concern. <laughs> Take us out. All right. So we did a whole lot of talking about this game. Feels like we got to call this a mega Super Bowl pod. Should be Super Bowl Saturday, by the way. When are they actually going to switch this game to Saturday? I feel like it should. The game should be on Saturday, and then everyone has Sunday. When Zach Thomas makes the Hall of Fame, they'll change the game. One thing, but you you started with this and you ended. Nah, with I don't blame Jock. Go all the way with it. But I think we have a better option to get a global holiday the Monday after the Super Bowl. I think so do. too. Yeah, yeah. But see, just, this is my thing, right? It's a new day. Let's the, get this holiday. Businesses ain't trying to close down, boys. So I feel like if we have a built-in day off with Sunday. We should just ride with that. No, no? it got to be Monday. Nah. You know how much money goes into Super Bowl Sunday globally? A lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say they could take a Monday off. Over, right. under, billions of dollars being made. Over Commercials billion. alone, shit. Wait. Over billions. 
All right, so the Rams are favored by four at home. Is it going to be the second year in a row? I went all my life without seeing. I actually yeah. didn't think it was a thing that could happen when I was younger. I didn't think you could have the Super Bowl at home, but first, there's a chance that it happens two years in a row. Rams favored by four in SoFi. I'd like to thank Tom Brady. <laughs> Why? For First of all, he's a Zach Thomas is great. But second, I'm glad that he won the home game in the Super Bowl so we don't have to hear it from Rams fans. Like... For being the first ones, for to being do it. the first ones to do it, you know the Rams barely have fans, right? Like yeah. in LA, so I, I don't. Yeah, but then LA was gonna take credit for LA that. LA is great for front runners, though. Exactly. See, the Chargers don't have fans, but I feel like the Rams do because you still, I, you still have all LA Rams fans, which is true. It's uh, emphasis on all. Yeah, these young ones sold all of their tickets to the 49 fans in the NFC Championship. The, but the, wait, the young ones, crazy, you know, the young ones love front runners and being able to say you Ram fans but on the ground. Just come in OBJ, come, bro, like. They don't matter. You think they kill? That's true. You think they don't have Rams gear? Yeah, they probably gone to brunch and gone by the jersey the same time. Over under on this game, 48 and a half. So Vegas expects it to be a high scoring game, much like y'all. Money line, LA at minus 200. Cincy at plus 163. The moment everyone has been listening to the podcast for, where we make our picks. Carter, you going first. Who Why, you got? boy? Because you're sitting across from me. And All right, I got the works. Bengals, 43. 35. Bengals 43. You put a score on it now. Yeah, you put a score on it. Oh, we wasn't doing scores? No, I mean, I was just going to say over. Mm, (laughs) I think they're going over. I think the game's going. Bengals 43 35. And this is where you do your MVP. I'm going to say Chase. Okay. All right. So I'm going with the over. Yeah. It's very obvious. And I got to go with my boy who got crushed so hard that his career took a. Great trajectory. He was finding a way to bring UCF into this. Everything. No matter what. We, we, we knocked the sense it. into him. You know, his swag is there. He's got the swag. He is pretty much the Joe Namath of our time when it comes to the swagginess. Jo- Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals will win their first Super Bowl. They are going to party and do all the drugs in Cincinnati. And Joe Mixon will be the MVP. This one is tough, man, because to me, it feels like there's no villains in this game. I like to have a villain to root against in the Super Bowl. I don't feel like I have it. The here. Hall of like, Fame committee. Always the villains every year. Like <laughs> Matthew Stafford, after after being mired in mediocrity and just absolute shittiness in Detroit for an entire career, for him to go to the glitz and glamour and to win a Super Bowl, that would be a great story. For Will they Ode- make a movie like Kirk Warner for him? Maybe. For It'll Ode- be like Eight Mile turned into... <laughs> for, for Odell to be, to, to be written off in Cleveland, for people to think his career may possibly be done, and then for him to go to the Rams and then end up in a Super Bowl right away, <gasps> that would be a great story. Oh, I to know la- why this is a tough pick for now. To laugh at... I was going to wait until he died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me do my whole okay. thing. To laugh at Deshaun Jackson for forcing his way out of LA and then have them win the Super Bowl, that would be great. Aaron Donald getting the ring. All of that would be great. I would love to see that. Vaughn Miller coming in there. I mean, just good storylines for the Rams. For the Bengals, I all, I'm always rooting for the young quarterback to win because of the Marino effect. I never want them to have that thing that Marino had where he went to the Super Bowl in his second year after breaking all those records. And people thinking, well, the Dolphins lost. He's going to be back there again. Like, he's... He, at that point, people were saying, this is the greatest young quarterback we've ever seen. Of course he's going to get back there. Never happened. So I don't want to see... I remember Peyton going there for the first time and me thinking, I really want Peyton to win because I don't want his career to be the Marino thing where you never win. So there's no guarantee that Joe Burrow is going to get back to this point. I really want to see Joe Burrow win. Like I want to see Jamar Chase win. This is a difficult decision. They're all heroes. They're no villains. But... But you still got to pick one. Mm-hmm. I know I don't have a black quarterback in this game. I know that's what both of y'all. I know that's what both of y'all. That's why it's difficult. On. There's no Mahomes in here for me. For no me, Lamar Jackson. For me to depend on. It's a sweep for the Bengals. We're all picking Bengals. I'm going Bengals. Um, I don't know. I just I think their offensive game plan is actually going to neutralize what the Rams can do defensively. I think Eric Weddle gets attacked and abused. I think that's the soft spot in this Rams defense. And I think Joe Burrow and Zach Taylor knows that. Let me just tell you why Joe Burrow is so great. <laughs> I think T. Higgins is going to win MVP. 
So we got some long shots for MVP. I but I'm, I'm going to go with the Joe Burrow thing. And Joe Burrow is a quarterback where he literally is a Matthew Stafford type, no fear, with more sense. Yeah. Well, because people, Matthew Stafford's going to just chuck it up to anybody. Joe Burrow says, I'm going to chuck it up to Jamar Chase. Yeah, people forget Matthew Stafford is in his second year, but he is 25. Like, all of the you young... Joe qu- Burrow. Yeah, sorry, Joe Burrow. All of the young quarterback stuff that you would expect, he, he's the same age as Patrick Mahomes. Like, mm-hmm. this is not, like, some fresh-faced kid who is going to... He's played in big games. The moment is not going to be too big for Joe Burrow. Mm-mm. And the path that this team had to go through to get here... The guts that they showed winning a game they had no business winning against the Titans, I feel like that just set them on a trajectory to run the table. I wish I had the sound bite, but remember when I said that Cincinnati is the type of team that can make a run to the Super Bowl, and y'all was just like, why did you pick the Patriots? I mean... Well, first of all... Oh, by the way, I'm a coach now. (laughs) That had nothing to do with this podcast. Just to to do something. Just to say. They went through the Titans. They went through being down at the juggernaut offense. I just love the fact that John just said, oh, wait, 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 before we go too far... That's a coach. No. Okay. Uh, so you know, I just think Cincinnati has it. And I yeah. let's put it this way. Ohio needs something. Cincinnati. They just had LeBron. Cincinnati needs something else. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right? It's Fair Cincinnati. Enough. So it is Ohio, yes, but Cincinnati needs something. The Bearcats went to the the Final. college football playoff, right? Oh yeah. And they ran the most vanilla offense. Like they literally ran nothing. Like they didn't even try to go the ball deep. And this Cincinnati team is completely different. They're gonna win. They're gonna win. And I think it's the we're going to see the Guinness Book of World Records set for the biggest mass gritty because the entire Bengals team is gonna do it when they win. See y'all after the game.